0: Let me entertain you
1: Five, four, three.
0: Welcome to another episode of Let Me Entertain You, where I take you inside the minds of musical theatre. From Disney's Frozen the Musical's opening night, which marked the reopening of the Capitol Theatre in Sydney. From the after party street party, I was thrilled to speak to Nat Job, who plays Donkey in Shrek the Musical. I interviewed Nat in January last year when he was making his Sydney Lyric Theatre debut for the Australian premiere. And in March last year, while the musical was in mid-tour in Melbourne, the COVID-19 pandemic hit, theatres closed and the production was cancelled, or so everyone thought. Every fairy tale deserves a happy ending and the Australian production of Shrek the musical reassembled to debut in Brisbane for their fans. I was able to catch up with Nat before he took the stage for a historic interview. Without further ado, my guest, Nat Job. One, two,
2: three, four. Go and throttle up.
1: Nat Job, we're here at the opening of Frozen. Yes. I know, how
2: are you? I'm great, I'm great. How are
1: you? Yeah, I'm really great. And I'm really excited to see you because you played Donkey in Shrek and I interviewed you. It's great to be back in the theatre again because Shrek got cut short in March.
2: It did, it did, but we are lucky enough to be able to be doing it again in Brisbane in like a month
1: I know Brisbane you're going to QPAC which was actually at the end of the tour so it was Sydney Melbourne then Brisbane that's right March hit
2: COVID hit yeah. it all stopped yeah so <laughs> we, we had to say goodbye to our Brisbane season which we were all so devastated about yeah. um, and it's just amazing that this industry is rebuilding and energy is, is moving and things are happening and yeah we're, the Castle Striker. are just so lucky that we're, we had the opportunity to be able to finish the run that we started
1: I know because I was so impressed to to speak to you. The way that you talk about character and your process, I absolutely love.
2: Oh it's I the truth is I just love what I do and I'm so happy to be able to share that with anyone and everyone that wants to listen. Um, because I think what we get to do as creatives is so special. And I think this year has proved it to us more than anything. I think 2020 has just proven that being creative and getting in touch with your creative side is just such a powerful tool in, in really difficult trying times.
1: Now, I've got to have to ask you, on the 16th of March, the government said no more than 500 people in a theatre Can you tell me about the process of walking on stage for that very last time? Because I'm assuming that you found out that it was going to be your last performance down in Melbourne?
2: Actually, interestingly, we didn't. Really? No, we didn't. Um, It all all happened so fast that we didn't know what was was going to happen. We had, you know, concerns that it might get to that point. Um, But no, we went on on doing that, that last show not knowing that it was our last performance. Are you serious? Yeah, um, because then everything moved like you know, all the restrictions changed more over the next twenty four hours, and it was after that that GFO had to make the call to pull the show so it was really it was, it was really challenging for everyone because no one knew that that was where the world was headed and you know the entertainment industry was the first hit really, and so we so we were just all so shocked at, at seeing the industry fall over. The shows left, right and centre were falling. But then, you know, you cut to three weeks later and the whole the whole world had gone down. So it was it was a really surreal and bizarre time and everyone was dealing with it in the best way that they could. All the all the producers, all of you know all the theatrical companies in Australia were doing the best they could in a really, really shockingly difficult time.
1: So, was this a Saturday night, and then Sunday you woke up saying, with phone calls saying, "Don't
2: come to the theatre? It was a Sunday. We, we finished the week. We did the Sunday night, and yeah, it wasn't until the next day that we that we found out that we weren't able to go on with the show anymore.
1: I can't, I can't imagine how that felt.
2: We were all shell shocked, to be honest. I think, and, and I think the whole industry was. I think no one knew no-one knew this was coming. It couldn't have been dealt with in any other way because it was unprecedented. No-one could have seen this was going to happen. Um, So, yeah, it was was really... Yeah, I I think we were genuinely shell-shocked. I think it took me weeks to really realise what had happened. It It wasn't for about a month uh, about a month later then all of a sudden I realised that I had to grieve the fact that I had to say goodbye to that character because it just was so surprising that the whole experience was just gone
1: I know because when you finish a show part of the grieving process is saying goodbye to the character saying goodbye to the people that you have worked with over the period of time of the tour Yeah. and then nothing
2: yeah, and look, this is why we're just so happy and so excited and so grateful to have the opportunity to do the show again. I was talking to Lucy Duerk about this um, about a week ago. Hi, Princess Fiona, who is just the most beautiful human being, and we were just both saying that we're just so grateful to be able to. Jump back into it, obviously, but to be able to actually say goodbye to the show properly, uh, you know. And look, we get a lovely month in Queensland, so it's it's a nice chunk of time to be able to perform it. Then we actually get to say goodbye to the show properly, um, which I think is—it's just a huge blessing. It, it honestly feels like the biggest gift. We're, we're all so lucky, and you know, thank goodness um, QPAC was able to do it, and thank goodness GFO were able to do it. You know, they, everyone has rallied together to make this happen.
1: Well, it's actually really important for Queensland because they're actually going to have the first commercial musical, which is Shrek, and it's going to be at 100% capacity. because yeah. we're only 50 or 75 years. Yeah, Sydney. which is
2: truly like the most amazing feat and I think for us as performers, is going to feel so special being on stage performing to a 100% capacity crowd. Um, I was working with a company CDP recently, touring with them, and right. that was one of the first Possible shows something? I was doing. Uh, Room on the Broom mm. with them, and that was one of the first theatrical shows to, to open in Australia again. I think you toured
1: that, didn't we, you originally? Yeah, we toured.
2: So we yeah. did. We did Sydney, and then we did Canberra. Um, so it was just a mini tour. And this company, CDP, for phenomenal that they were able to I mean, they've been working all through COVID trying to figure out logistics as to how to make this work as restrictions ease um, just incredible and they, yeah, so they got this tour happening but part of the deal at that point was that it was all um, socially distanced audiences selling to I don't even know what the capacity was. It was a really small capacity, and it was so special to be back on stage. But it was also really bizarre to look out at an audience and see just so many empty seats. Um, but yeah, you know, obviously, still the most amazing thing to be back yeah. on stage. But I just, I actually can't believe that we're going to get to go to Brisbane and perform to full audiences. It's
1: no, just... you brought up a really good point because a lot of people don't realise, unless they're in the arts, that. But does feed off the energy of the audience?
2: Absolutely. The audience are the final piece of the puzzle. You know, you you are there performing the show, you're the you the actors bringing that story to life. You've got all of the crew there bringing that story to life. But the final piece of the puzzle is the audience, and they, you know, they, their energy is what makes the show. Um, so yeah, it's it's we're really lucky that we get to perform to a full audience and we get to have that buzz and that vibe. And I just think Queenslanders they're just going to love it because they're they're so ready for that kind of a positive, beautiful, uplifting show.
1: Well, I tell you what, Shrek definitely is. But can I go back a second? Did you find that you changed? Your approach as a character—it was a different show, obviously. When you know that the audience is half a capacity, and of course, there were smaller venues too.
2: Um, yeah, I think there's a there's an interesting. Um there's an interesting way you have to navigate a show with a, with a smaller audience. Um, you know, as a, I find as a performer on stage, you really always have to be listening to the audience response to gauge the energy that they're, where, where they're sort of sitting, and that can really inform your performance, and that sort of helps you to really get them on board with the story. Um, something really interesting happens when you're performing to a smaller crowd uh, they they can be less vocal because they don't feel the confidence to respond loud vocally so in a comedy for instance they're not going to necessarily laugh out loud so you have to be you have to really um, thoroughly think through how you place your show in order to earn their trust and, uh, and build their confidence as an audience. Um, so yeah, it's a, really, it's a really fine skill that I think, interestingly, all of the actors around the world are going to have to get better at because we're going to be performing to socially distanced crowds probably for quite a while now, Yeah. Uh, yeah except in Queensland, but yeah, so I think it's it's a skill we'll, we'll all need to pick and up.
1: And also nerves, because when you've sort of been out for a bit and you come back in, you're Already do have performance anxiety as an actor. Everyone does.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be really interesting to see everyone coming back and doing shows because I won't lie, I think everyone is out of practice. I think everyone probably feels quite out of practice you know it's been a, a very quiet year for the majority of performers um and you know these are muscles in our bodies that we work with every day and these muscles haven't been flexed nearly as much as what they usually would well, being donkey um,
1: you do have a very um very 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 physical part.
2: yeah i which i won't lie i'm nervous um, yeah i'm a little bit nervous about it because it's it is so physical and uh, you know i i I've been trying to maintain my fitness as much as possible this year but there is nothing like doing eight shows a week that you you stay in peak performance fitness when you're working that hard eight shows a week. but look, we've got a rehearsal period we're all, and we're all just so excited to get back into it. I think yeah. that passion and that excitement and adrenaline is what's really going to get us And
1: there. I really appreciate you saying this, because a lot of people who aren't in the industry don't understand of the tenacity of trying to keep yourself in peak performance. Well, you've got your body, you've got your mind, you've got your spirit, and it's been a really tough year. So now that you're going to go to Queensland, what would normally be your process of saying goodbye to a character and a show after the end of the tour?
2: Um... Uh, for me I think Do you I, sign anything? Do you put <laughs> No, not not really. I I mean take a I'll bit I'll of take a, I'll take a lot of a lot of photos. Oh I wish I could take us. Every show I do I, I'm like, can I take a little bit of this or a little bit of that? You can never take anything. But for me, it's more about the relationships that you build on the show. And so, you know, that's always the hardest thing to say goodbye to. But what I love about this industry is that it's so small. Everyone knows everyone. We're always all in the same places at the same time. So even when a show finishes and it feels like a chapter is ending, you know that you're going to be seeing those people again, working with those people again. I will just, you know, hug that costume because the costume is like a furry teddy bear in itself. So give it a good old hug and... Um, you know, treasure my castmates and uh, I, I I will really struggle to say goodbye to him because he is just really the dream role and the dream character and yeah, I you know I never even really say goodbye to a character properly because I always hope that maybe there'll be a chance that I might get to play it again well, one day down the track. Well, you did because you
1: did this at Riverside Theatres, exactly. and then you, and then you did the professional show with um, GFO. With, yeah. yeah,
2: and and now GFO show is coming back again. Yeah, so yeah. You know, Donkey just keeps coming back Donkey's into my life. Good.
1: Donkey's good to you.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh, and he is <laughs> such a beautiful, well, kind, loving character, yeah. and so I'm I'm very lucky that he just keeps coming back into my life. And look, he's such a ray of sunshine and positivity, which I think everyone needs after, after 2020, uh, you know, I myself am excited to be able to dive into something that is so joyous and positive uh, you know I think it, it's it's truly the the happy the happiness that everyone needs well
1: I interviewed you before I asked you about the character and you told me that the director told you that donkey sits in between Shrek and Fiona Fiona's in the in the the future Shrek's in the past and, and you're the one that brings everyone back together yeah, and
2: it just sits right there in the present this feels very moment.
1: very much like this is exactly what Happening and so we need you that Joe. We,
2: oh we need Donkey. We need Donkey. <laughs> we need Donkey. We all need Donkey. We all need to be like Donkey. I've said it, I've said it in a number of interviews, and I will say it till the day I die. I actually was sort of saying this because I think my hairdresser the other day, I was like, I honestly think we all need to be like Donkey, the world will be a better place. Like Donkey is just the ultimate.
1: Oh, it's a pleasure to speak to you. I can't believe I've seen you after a year.
2: I know. Madness.
1: <laughs> well, January It opens at the QPAC. It was so great to see you again. (laughs)
2: So lovely to see you too.
1: And congratulations! I'm really excited for you. Have a great time in uh, Queensland with Shrek. Nat Job, thank you so much. Thank you.
0: This has been Let Me Entertain You, inside the minds of musical theatre. Thanks for listening. Please like, subscribe, and tell your friends. But most importantly, go and see a
1: show. all